This is our first session on 1 Thessalonians 3, 6-10. But now, and let's back up to the previous verse so you can see what this is referring to. The previous verse was, When I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would have been in vain. So I'm sending Timothy to find out about your faith. Now, but now that Timothy has come to us from you and has brought us the good news of your faith and love, and reported that you always remember us kindly and long to see us as we long to see you. For this reason, brothers, in all our distress and affliction, we have been encouraged about you through your faith. For now we live if you stand in the Lord. For what thanksgiving can we return to God for you for all the joy? with which we rejoice because of you before our God, as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. So we want to mainly grasp what this means. For now we live if you stand in the Lord. What is this standing? But mainly, what is this living? So, Father, as we try to get inside Paul's mind and his heart, as he says, my life is your standing, grant us to grasp this. And insofar as we should be like this, make us like this, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that Timothy has come to us from you and has brought us the good news of your faith and your love, so you got faith and love, like you had in chapter 1, verse 3. And then I think he gives two instances of what this faith-rooted love looks like. One, he reported that you always remember us kindly. So looking backward, love has a a kindly remembrance. They look back and they say, we loved it when Paul was here. Tell Paul we love him. We have great memories. We're so thankful he came to us. And then secondly, you get a backward look, and now you get a future look. They long to see us as we long to see you. So the Thessalonians longed to see Paul and Silvanus and Timothy, and they remembered. So looking back, it was kindly. Looking forward, it was full of desire and longing, just as Paul, remember back in 217 and 18, expressed his longing to see them. We endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. So they reciprocate with the same kind of longing that Paul had for them. Now, for this reason, 
for this reason, namely this faith and this love, or this faith especially manifested in this love, because he's going to stress faith here. For this reason, brothers, in all our distress and affliction, we have been encouraged about you through your faith. So that's what he picks out. He, meant, he doesn't mention love here. He mentions faith because love is the outward demonstration of the main thing, which is the root of faith. And so he goes straight to this root and says, oh, how encouraged I am by your faith in all my distress and all my affliction. Now, here comes this peculiar four. How does verse eight support what goes before? For now we live if you stand in the Lord. Let's nail down first that standing in the Lord means standing in in faith in the Lord. The, The first argument for that is simply the flow of thought, right? We're so encouraged through your faith because we live if you stand. And he's just mentioned faith as the main thing that encourages him. And so he says, we live if you stand that way in faith in the Lord. Or we could confirm it with 1 Corinthians 6.13. Be watchful. Stand in the faith. Stand in the faith. So faith, sometimes considered as a body of doctrine, but probably here, the actual activity of faith. Or 2 Corinthians 1.24. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we are workers with you for your joy, for you stand in your faith. So, standing in the Lord here means standing in firm, unshakable faith in the Lord. And probably the standing idea corresponds to the shaking that is not happening. Remember 1 Thessalonians 3, We sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish, establish, make you stand, and exhort you in the faith, in your faith, that no one be shaken. So that's the opposite of standing in faith. So now the question is, if, if this refers to firm, strong faith in the Lord, just like he commended here, How does the argument work? In all our affliction, we are encouraged because of your faith, because we live if you have faith. Your faith is our life. That's why we're so encouraged in the midst of our distress and affliction. This encouragement here is the outcome of their faith and is virtually synonymous, I think, with this life here. Our inner life is made stronger, encouraged, strengthened, intensified, deepened, 
made joyful. That's our life because of your faith. Let's see if that is in fact confirmed elsewhere. I think the closest parallel to this would be Philippians 1, 20, 21. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not at all be ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ. To live is Christ, and to die is gain. So his whole passion is Christ magnified, whether alive or dead. If Paul dies, he wants Christ to be magnified in his dying. If he lives, he wants Christ to be magnified in his living, because Christ magnified is his life. To live is Christ. And then it's confirmed here in 2.17 of Philippians, even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering, that means die as though I were an offering being poured upon the sacrificial offering of your faith. So he pictures himself here dying for their faith. And he says, if that happens, if your faith could take root and last because I die, I am glad. I am so glad. And I rejoice with you all. Now that, I would say, is what he means by life. This gladness, this rejoicing in his very dying is his life, and it's happening because of their faith. So now come back here. And he says, For now we live if you stand in faith in the Lord. And that's expressed in this tremendous life giving encouragement that he feels in the midst of his life threatening, life depleting distress and affliction. So I think life here or live here does not mean physically live. It means what we have when our highest values are, in fact, being realized. And Paul's highest value was the magnifying of Christ, and the magnifying of Christ came through Christ-exalting faith in the Thessalonians. And so when he heard that their faith and their love had stood the test and is strong, life flowed into Paul. That is, the supreme value that he had took root and blew up in his heart. Christ is being magnified in Thessalonica because of their faith.